world, you cool cats and space cowboys. It's time for Cosmic Tea with your host, Avalon Starlight. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Cosmic Tea Podcast. I'm your host, Avalon Starlight, and I'm super excited to talk about something that is very near and dear to my heart. Um, which is being a highly sensitive person. You know, it's interesting because most of the people that I talk to about being highly sensitive, when I explain that it's a gift or that it's magical, they they don't understand, right? Like, and these are people who are highly sensitive, who are just like, how can this be a gift? It sucks. It's overwhelming. I don't know what to do with it. And so today I want to talk about two things, which is one, there's a spectrum to being highly sensitive. No two highly sensitive people are the same. Um, And the second thing is, is why is it a gift? Why is it magical? Why is being sensitive something that actually can be used to the benefit of others and for ourselves? And so the first thing I want to talk about is the spectrum of highly sensitive people. And that's that, uh, you know, it could, I just use a scale of one to 10 because it just seems like we all understand a scale of one to 10. And if you can kind of see that through this, this spectrum, you can be a one and a highly sensitive person who is a one simply has the brain chemistry, the cert gene, that means that they process information more deeply. And so that means when you walk into a room, you can tell exactly what's happening in a room within a split second. If people are telling you about what's going on in their day, it's almost like you can track what's happening in the day for everybody. It makes you the ultimate planner, really, uh, being a one as a highly sensitive person. So that would be just like the basic depth of processing of the brain. That's a one. Now let's move into a 10. Now I know I'm a 10. I am influenced by all, like I'm sensitive to all energy. If there is something that goes on with any of the coronal mass ejections from the sun, if we're getting hit by a solar storm, I don't actually need to know that because I get hit with complete and utter fatigue. I will be, I will shut down at wherever I am. As soon as it hits the earth's atmosphere, it's like it hits my atmosphere. I am done. Sleepy time. Can't keep my eyes open every single time. And I see that as, as bringing in upgrades and downloads from the universe at that time because the sun comes with a lot of information. Um, I am influenced by the, the moon. And before I even taught moon rituals and like and and took people on journeys through the energy that each moon offers us I would be influenced by it like I could look at my husband and be like hmm you know I bet you today is a full moon because I can tell and it would always be exactly where I thought it would be in the moon cycle and so my body just naturally is informed by the energy of earth and sky and so that's one level that could bring you maybe up to about a six right like being sensitive to the earth's atmosphere I'm not just sensitive to the energies of earth and sky. I'm sensitive to everything. Sound, everything you hear, I hear 10 times greater. Uh, I couldn't listen to people. I thought I had misophonia for a while because the the sound of people chewing or drinking soup or cereal would would make my whole body go into like, you know, a styrofoam shiver. And maybe you don't have styrofoam shivers, but anybody, like anything to do with styrofoam cannot cannot happen to me. Mm -mm. I don't know if you're watching the video, you can just tell that's a hard pass for me. Dentistry, uh, the sounds of the drill, like you can construction worker being there, it frazzles my nerves so greatly because as highly sensitive people, we have a very sensitive nervous system. And so for most of my life, it's just been like this battle with the fight or flight because 
because it's just like sounds can startle you so greatly. Um, you know, if you're in this spectrum, clothing or textures of clothing, textures of food. And I know that some people listening were going to be like, well, there's also, this is also on the spectrum of autism and some ADHD as well. And you are correct. You are absolutely correct. I have studied the chemistry of all three. It makes us all neurodivergent. Let's just put that on the table. Being highly sensitive, (laughs) being autistic, ADHD, it's called neurodivergency for a reason, which is that the brain works differently than anyone else's. The neurotypical people. And you know, I've just kind of accepted that I don't want to be neurotypical because typical. I don't think I like that word because I'm not typical at all. I'm very weird and, you know, distinctly different and special and wonderful. And so I like being neurodivergent. And yes, textures and sounds and light and temperature all influence all three. And if you're a highly sensitive person, you will feel it as well. Like it's just part of our spectrum just as much as it is part of theirs. So don't confuse this because what differentiates being highly sensitive to um, autism and ADHD is that they have a breath right? Autism has a breath of, of processing, meaning that they don't ever go deep. They just process like along the surface of many different things all at once. So that's why confusion can get, that's the overstimulation. If they get more than one uh, thing coming at them, that's going to feel like a big deal versus depth of processing is that we are, we are literally going into, um, exactly what is happening. Who's it happening to? Why is it happening? What's the result of this happening going to be for everybody involved, which would never happen. Never, never, never. I have very close people in my life who are on the autism spectrum and we are like night and day, yet we do have crossovers with temperature, with sensations of clothing. Um, other things that you could be influenced by in this spectrum of, of being highly sensitive is, you know, how much quiet time you require. Like as somebody who is extremely high, highly sensitive, it's why I coach people who are highly sensitive and empaths to work from home so I can control the energy that I am in, right? So working from home is a, is a non-negotiable for me. Being around busy crowds, uh, you know, large groups of people, um, fluorescent lights, hard pass, uh, you know, any kind of spaces or places that require me to to process more information than I can actually do uh, will cause overstimulation as it will for any highly sensitive person. And then once we're overstimulated, we require more quiet time in order to reset our nervous system. This is not just something where we're just like, I just need to be alone because I'm just a little annoyed with people. That's, that's not what's happening here. We literally have an overactive because when we're processing so deeply, we get triggered into overstimulation because our brain can not process another piece of information. And then it sets us into a nervous system response. So as highly sensitive people, we tend to have digestive issues more so irritable bowel syndrome. Like, you know, we just, we get the, we get the, the whole kit and caboodle. 
Now, this is me just kind of telling you what sounds really negative about being a highly sensitive person. Now, once you've navigated, A, claiming that you're a highly sensitive person, because sometimes that's the hardest part. And especially if you've had a child, like when I was a kid, I used to be told I had crocodile tears because I would cry at everything. And they told me my tears were false or fake, but I had no control over that. Or you're too sensitive. Don't be so sensitive. I didn't mean it like that, right? So we try to toughen up and live to society standards of what is is considered a a normal uh, way of being sensitive. And there is no more normal way. And so when we go into acceptance that we are highly sensitive, because this is where we can actually begin to shift or change or navigate, become, you know, the, the driver in our life and become really in the control of how we, we navigate our spaces, places, relationships, creating boundaries around what our needs are is by at least accepting and acknowledging that we are highly sensitive. Like the minute I was like, hey, I'm an empath. Okay, I'm a highly sensitive person. That's when my life began to get better, right? Because prior to that, I didn't want to be sensitive because it was upsetting people. So I would drink so much so that I could be in crowds, be in in experiences that I didn't even want to be in because I was trying to fit in and be acceptable to, you know, my family and to my friends and to society. And then once I was like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to be me. I just want to be me. You know what I mean? And as soon as I chose to allow myself the the full and the radiance of being a highly sensitive person, it allowed me to step into work that was my soul's calling, that has allowed me to like literally, I cried this morning looking at my calendar. I was like, this is the best day and this is the best week. I just love what I do because I, I, I'm building a life based on my sensitivity. And when you do that, then you begin to like see that this is a really powerful, magical gift. And the reason it is, is because we process information differently. We have the capacity to solve problems, to see things through a different lens that other people can't. You know, reading the book um, Sensitive by Jennifer Granerman and Andre Solo, I believe those are the books, uh, one of the books, and The Highly Sensitive Person by Elaine Aaron, it begins to paint a picture. And we begin to see that, you know, when you are looking at the world through this depth, we were known, the sensitive people in the world have been known to stand beside kings, stand beside great leaders, because, you know, when they're being reactive, we're seeing the larger, like we can see exactly what's happening in front of us and how it's going to impact everything and everyone. And so we become really, really powerful guides, mentors, support systems. We're great healers because we can see and navigate a uh, through our sensitivity, what's happening in the body of somebody and their mind and their emotions and their spaces, their relationships, and we can support them and, and, and making significant changes in their lives that are going to create massive shifts and transformations for them. You know, it allows us to become these, these coaches, these healers, these guides, these mentors to support others in stepping into living lives that are, are fulfilling and that give life instead of take life. And then this all comes from the fact that we are highly sensitive people. And so I know it can feel overwhelming. Like I'm just letting my natural hair go gray because I can't enjoy being in a hair salon. I can get in and out for a cut, but like the the processing of all the different sounds and chatter and and overwhelm that happens in a hair salon is no longer 
like something I'm willing to put myself into. Right. So, so, you know, you get to navigate what's true for you. So I'm just going to become a great Fox. Is that better than a cougar? I don't know. Like I'm just going to be a great Fox, Foxy lady. (laughs) And I'm going to claim all these, right? Like I do my own nails because I don't want to be in a nail salon sitting there for X amount of time. And and, then all the stimulation TVs going (laughs) up dryers and no, no. Right. And so like I, you begin to claim that's the biggest word that I can give you who you are. And then this becomes the superpower that you share with your loved ones, with your communities, with your friends. And you'll find that the people who are in your life who want to support you and, and honor that you're highly sensitive are the people you want in your life. They're the ones that support you and will cheer for you as you create your boundaries and you step into uh, a life that supports being sensitive and when like that's the that's the greatest gift that's when things really start to to be like yeah nope this is this is who I am and this is what I love to do and this is where I want to be and this is the people who support me and I feel really good about that so as always, when you get to the end of one of these beautiful episodes, I would love to know if you connect with this. Like, do you connect with being a highly sensitive person? Do you connect with that you are, you know, on this spectrum of being highly sensitive? And if you do, where do you feel that you fall in this? If one is simply just depth of processing and, and being overstimulated and needing rest and 10 is actually being influenced by all energies in all places, in all spaces, in all ways with like 10x of all your senses. It's like being in HD world uh, without being able to put the dimmer switch off. And where do you find your your experience on this spectrum? I would love to know uh, because I want to have more conversations about this. I want to normalize what being a highly sensitive person means and, and is for us as a community. So I look forward to hearing this and I look forward to dropping a new interview next week with Megan Alton, where we talk about numerology and man, do I ever geek out on that episode. So tune in next Wednesday for the next episode. And I look forward to talking to you guys soon.